God wants us to step into our individuality and in that we don't have to conform, in that we don't have to be prideful. We have to be able to get to that place where we're going to admit, like, I, I don't know. And then it brings us to another place of community where he shows us and sends us people that can help us because iron sharpens iron, right? That we can come to come together, we can come uh, 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 and get connected in God to go further and to, and, and to say, yes, the show must go on because I don't know, but I know that there is a purpose. I know there is a calling. I know there is an assignment. I know there is an, a mission. I know there is a place that God wants for me to get in this season, and this is not it. You are listening to Naked and Exposed, the podcast, season three. But we discover the power behind our voice, own our stories, and make it look good. I'm your host, Janae. What is up, you guys? Welcome back to this episode of Naked and Exposed, the podcast, where we are in the bonus edition. Burr, burr, burr. Hits all soundboards that I don't have. <laughs> but guys, listen, so today we're going to be talking about showing up with God in faith. And I have my wonderful sister friend, Jasmine Lavelle, <laughs> live and in action. Jazz, tell us about yourself. Just, you know, a little quick synopsis, girl. Quick synopsis. Um, so my name is Jasmine. I was born in Queens, New York. I moved to Virginia um, a couple of years later. And then um, I was uh, born into the uh, Muslim faith. And so that was my life for a good chunk of my life. And when I turned 20, I had this amazing encounter with Jesus. And um, like never before, I've had some encounters as I was um, still in the faith, but this one really shook my life, wrecked my life. And I've been running with him um, ever since. So Girl, we can park it right there, okay? Because I think it it takes a lot of faith to leave something that's comfortable to go into a space of the unknown. So what was that initial conversion? And if conversion is the right word, but what was that what was the pursuit like in regards to feeling God pursue you in a moment for you to actually surrender over? Um, so you know how when people are in situations like they don't have a choice, like you have a choice, right? Have a choice. It's like I really didn't have a choice. I mean, the overwhelming experiences that I had and encounters that I had with angelic and with demonic, it was like this is real. And if this is real, and the only peace and the only sanity that I can get is with Jesus, is with the Lord, is with reading my Bibles, and having relationship and fellowship with Him, then I want to do it. I'm going to do it. Like, uh, I don't want to live this way. And so the torment was just ridiculous. Um, and so, uh, that was my final, like, okay, you know what, when I'm talking with him and when I'm reading the Bible and when I am uh, having relationship with him and I didn't even know anything. I mean, this is my first time, like really opening up the Bible and I got peace. And so I was like, I want more of this. And um, I didn't, in that part, didn't shrink back. So I was very unlearned. I was very in the becoming stages. I didn't know anything but peace that Jesus had for me. Come on, because the word talks about this peace that surpasses all understanding. But immediately, as you were talking, of course, I went to Ephesians 6, because people are probably like, the demonic, the spiritual. Like, yeah, y'all, if you read Ephesians 6, starting at, let's see, 
Boop, 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 boop. Oh, maybe I'm in the wrong chapter. <laughs> it is. It's Ephesians 6.10. The finally be strong in the Lord and in strength of his might. Put on the whole arm of, of God that you may be able to stand against the schemes of the devil. For we do not. One more time. For we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the authorities, against the cosmic powers over the present darkness, against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly places. So God's scripture talks about the very things that jazz talks about. And so it's this reality that our enemy is really not our enemy. Like people aren't our enemy. Like there is a spiritual world happening. There is a thing happening behind the scenes. And when we surrender But it's like, Jazz, like, what does surrender look like? Because people are like, yeah, okay, you say that you didn't have a choice. You say that, you know, God was in pursuit of you. But what did you have to actively do to partner with that pursuit? I literally had to let it go. Like, I had to let go of what I thought this was going to look like. I had to lay down um, what I um, saw what I could imagine. I mean, when you're in a, in a place of fight or flight, you know, and you make that, you have to make that split decision. Like I had to make that split decision. And in that it, it, it was just in a place where I was like, I don't want to do this (laughs) anymore. So for me, the surrendering was, it was making that decision. It was being decided. It was having that, uh, uh, understanding that I got a taste of this. And I want more. So whatever I got to do to get it, you know, it's like if we think about uh, a person that is on drugs or that's addicted to something, they will give up everything and any way to get another fix. And it was almost like in that sense, like I got a piece of something that I didn't understand, but that felt really, really good to me and that I didn't want it to be something temporary. So if I had to give up my life, if I had to sell everything that I had, if I had to give away my car and be homeless, like to get this piece and to get this settling and this anchoring inside of me, I'm going to do it. And I did it. Hallelujah. (laughs) And you did it. And I can testify to your doing it because here, here we are, what, how many years has it been since you fully? It's been at least 16 years. So 16 years in the game, girl. And here we are. And guys, I can testify. Okay. Cause you know, the, the Bible talks about having the fruit of the spirit and I can testify about jazz's fruit, which is why I felt like she would be the perfect person to come on here and just talk about faith because her faith level is bananas. Um, and we know um, faith comes by hearing. Um, the Lord uses the testimonies to show us how we too can overcome our current issues. And so Jazz, I just want to give you your flowers first and foremost, girl, for holding it down. And like, I, until this day, I don't ever think I've seen you upset. Like, I, I don't even, I don't think I've ever seen you with a frown on your face, if I'm being completely honest. And so I just want to say thank you. <laughs> Amen. You know, not, not there. You know, you just know where your battle is, and yeah. um, you know where to go when you go to battle. And it's not with people. It's not in front of people. It's in the closet with the Lord. It's Come in the safe space with Him. It's knowing that He is the only one that can fight our battles. And when you have communication with Him and you're in relationship with Him and He is your friend, then you're going to want to tell Him over anyone else because you know right. that. He's the one that can fix it. He is the one that can solve it. He's the great solutionist. He has all the answers. So yeah, there's been times where I feel a certain way, but expressing it to someone else is going to do one thing 
or another. It's going to uh, cause them to, uh, could be a good thing, could be a bad thing, could cause them to pray for you. Right. Or it can cause you to plant seeds in their life of turmoil or of uh, a shifted perspective of what you're facing in your personal life. And then how someone else is going to now perceive someone else because of your one bad incident or your one bad, you know, uh, experience. So, right. (laughs) Girl, and something that you said earlier was like you didn't have a choice in regards to you didn't want to live the tormented life. You didn't want to live in the bondage. You wanted to step into this place of freedom that you knew was possible because of the Lord, because of Jesus Christ and the Holy Spirit. But you said something very powerful about being decided. Mm. And I think that's something that we all struggle with. I definitely have struggled with this uh, thing called double-mindedness, where we're basically wavering between two thoughts. And James 1 talks about not being tossed to and fro like the sea, but we are to be planted like Psalms one, like the tree that is established and growing well. And it's like, what, what did that, that like, what did that look like for you in regards to like, just, I guess we can go practical here for people who are struggling with double-mindedness. What are some things that they can do in order to become anchored in the strength and the truth of the Lord? Mm-hmm. So, of course, I'm going to say read your Bible, right? Yeah. And that is the practical, that is the number one, mm-hmm. numero uno, like, thing to do is to read your Bible. I put a pin there, right? Because sometimes we read our Bible or sometimes we tell people to read their Bible. And I know for me, when I first came into Christianity, the Bible was, it was peace, but it was still very much foreign. I did not understand the thousands and the arts. I did not understand what the parables were or the aglory of it was, or like those type of te- terminologies that we use as we grow or as we're really getting into the word, getting the understanding. And um, so I would say, yes, read your Bible. However, I would say find a Bible that fits you. Like there's different versions of the Bible that you can read to get the understanding until you get into that place where you're mature enough to now do parallel Bibles or to uh, look up different type of commentaries to actually understand what the the, the meaning is when we read the the different stories, right? And I don't want to go to get too deep in it because sometimes in that it can even get confusing. But getting into that place where you're reading the Bible and it has to be daily. Like we, we, we eat daily food and the, the, the Bible is our bread. It's our word. It's our living word that we can eat and that we can feast off of. And so daily having the remembering of these certain scriptures. I mean, Google is amazing, right? Mm -hmm. You can Google scriptures about fear or scriptures about anger or scriptures about lust or scriptures about whatever. And just reading those scriptures to kind of understand what you can have inside of your heart, um, what you can pray uh, and having Holy Spirit reveal some things to you. Um, Another thing that I'm always going to say is going into prayer, right? I love to pray. Praise communication with God. Yes, Yes, she does. It is um, the way that you living it. Some for some of us, like prayer is my lifeline. Like I cannot not pray, right? If I'm not praying for myself, if not, I'm not praying for my friends, my church, my family members. I am then tapping into a place of interceding for people that I don't even know or that I just have a sense or feeling for. So prayer is going to be essential along with reading the word and praying the word, right? And so um, I'm gonna wrap this up here with 
combining both of those together and even a more practical way. So if you're starting out in different Psalms or you're starting like replace where it says they or where it says I replace it specifically with yourself, like put yourself in it, put your name in it to clear those things over your life, read those things over your life. That's going to help you stay grounded. That's going to help you be decided because you, the word of the, the, the Lord is living and it's real and you're placing seeds inside of your heart, your spirit, man, right? Yeah. It's always alive. It's always alert. It's always awakened. And when we read the word, it gets stronger. It gets uh, uh, more durable. It, it starts to come from that immature place of not really knowing into that understanding. And then our mind actually was able to catch up yeah. what we our spirit. So Listen, do not conform to the patterns of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of our mind. And it's a daily process. It's a daily decision to be decided. It's to say, God, I don't really know today, but I have a understanding that you're good. Your nature is good because I'm reading my word and I'm coming to know you as a father and I'm learning the characteristics of you that this thought or this moment in time doesn't align with your goodness and your nature. And so I actively choose to not partner with the lie of it, but to partner with the truth. And as we continue to meditate on scripture and allow it to become deeply planted in our hearts, then we see the manifestation of the fruit of it, which is peace, joy, patience, goodness, kindness, gentleness, faithfulness and self-control i've read so many different variations that i kind of get some of those words <laughs> but that's so like that's that's really good jazz and and i pray you guys are taking notes like the whole point of these dialogues is for you to get strategy like the word of god is a strategy like god is our brand strategist at this point and he has literally laid the foundation for us to stay afloat and not to just stay afloat but to thrive like to to literally thrive and allow his will to be done on earth as it is in heaven. And as you were talking, Jazz, I went to Hebrews 11.1, 1, of course, uh, because that is where it starts about faith. Now, faith is assurance of things hoped for, the conviction of things not seen. For by it, the people of old receive their accommodation. By faith, we understand that the universe was created by the word of God so that what is seen was not made out of things that are visible. And so I just... I just love God. I, I think a lot, and we kind of segue here into like the testimony side of things as we prepare for Naked and Exposed to Showcase 2021, which is only up from here. And it's a testimony showcase where different individuals will come and kind of just testify of the goodness of God because we accepted the challenge. Uh, we've spoken to the mountain in regards to casting those down. And when we find ourselves back at the bottom of the mountain, like it's okay to climb up it again, but the reality is the show must go on and we must keep going. And all in all, it's only up from here. Like it only gets better and better and better, but it goes back to what Jasmine said about being decided about Mm -hmm. partnering with the truth of who God is instead of the presentness of our reality. Because sometimes our experiences and our upbringings, you can definitely cut me off girl when you have something to say. I thought there was a pause there. Uh, and I want to say this because, um, and I don't want to say it as a secret because there's no secrets in the kingdom, right? Like we need to be able to be open and express everything that uh, uh, God shared with us, right? But the, the I, I say one of the key things is being vulnerable, right? Mm-hmm. Like uh, Janae, naked and unashamed, right? And so being vulnerable and being yeah. true and being open right to God 
Like, I don't know what this looks like. I don't know what these scriptures is talking about. They're telling me to read this word and I don't know God, but having that dialogue with Holy Spirit, having that dialogue with God so that he can speak to you. And so that that's why we talk about meditating on the word, right? So that the word can actually like bring things back to our remembrance, different scenarios, different experiences that we have had and knowing that he has always been there with us. Uh, so I just wanted to just put that uh, that 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 I guess nugget there of just being vulnerable like it's okay to say I don't know because what that does is is that kills pride right Mm -hmm. it kills pride because a lot of the times we can be prideful of yeah I know all this and I know that and and we're taking that and even though we don't know, we don't want to admit to other people that we don't know because we feel like because we're Christians, yeah. we have to look a certain way. We have to act a certain way. We have to be a certain way because we're an image of God. Yes, absolutely. However, God still wants you to be you, right? He still made us with our differences. We, He told us we are peculiar people, right? Peculiar. And in that different, yes, that apart, yes, being holy, but also being our own individual. We all have different fingerprints, right? There's 7.8 million people in the world and maybe growing even to be more. And all of us are different. Even twins are different. So God yeah. wants step into our individuality and in that we don't have to conform in that we don't have to be prideful we have to be able to get to that place where we're going to admit like that i don't know and then it brings us to another place of community where he shows us and sends us people that can help us because iron sharpens iron right that we can come come together we can come uh, uh uh and get connected in God to go further and to and and to say yes the show must go on because I don't know but I know that there is a purpose I know there is a calling I know there is an assignment I know there is an, a, a mission I know there is a place that God wants for me to get in this season and this is not it so Selah at this point I mean ma'am wow Oh, we just thank you, God. Yeah, Jazz, can you pray, please? Hallelujah. <laughs> so, Father, we thank you. We thank yeah. you. We thank you. We thank you. We lift this podcast up to you right now in the name of Jesus. Holy Spirit, we thank you for resting with us. We thank you for coming in. We thank you for speaking through us. We thank you for going through the atmosphere. We thank you for going through the uh, uh, technical, uh, whatever, God, the airwaves, the sound waves. We thank you and we call you omnipotent God, omniscient God, meaning you're everywhere at all times. You're omnipresent. You're all powerful, God. And we thank you for resting. I think Thank you for anointing every person's ears that have sat down and have listened to this yeah. podcast that they will be able to not hear Janae, that they not hear Jasmine, but they hear you, Holy Spirit, that you will do something specific and something so detailed inside of their heart that there was a light bulb that went on, a revelation of information that they will be able to make it application and applicable in their lives. Hallelujah. Jesus, we just thank you for being a great God, for being a good God. And I thank you that there was some uh, healing. I thank you that there was some information. I thank you that there was some deliverance. I thank you that there was some revelation that someone got and is able to maintain it and hold on to it and move forward in you. So we just thank you, Lord, for everything that you have poured out. We glorify you. We honor you. We praise you in Jesus' name. Amen. In Jesus' name. Amen. Guys, I just pray you have the faith to receive it. Like, 
some of you guys are listening today and you're like, what in the world is this that's happening? And it's, it's really God's love for, for you. Like it feels warm. It's, it feels inviting. If there's peace in it. And I just want you guys to step into it, to embrace it, to kick every doubt to the side, to kick every shame to the side, to kick anything that doesn't align with the peace or the the reality of God's nature and just allow yourself to free fall into what God is doing. Like this is faith. Faith is encounter. Faith is activation. Faith comes by saying, God, I decide today to partner with you despite what it looks like, despite what it feels like. And here we are. I mean, I hit up Jasmine last week and was like, hey girl, you want to be on my podcast? We, go, we talk about showing up with God in faith. And I had the faith to believe that God would move. And mm. so I truly believe that some of you guys are like really encountering God right now. And I just encourage you to keep the faith, like keep holding on, like don't let go. Even when things around you start to look a little crazy, there is breakthrough. Like there is a place of ascension that God is going to take us to and is taking us to, but sometimes he just has to eradicate the very things that cannot go into the future that he's calling us into. So Jazz, I have a question for you, girl, as we prepare to wrap up, um, I've been, doing the we're not really strangers card game. So the question for you today is what lesson took you the longest to unlearn? To unlearn. Yes. Huh. What lesson took me the longest to unlearn? Um so if I'm I'm going to answer this question this way. Um it took me a long time to understand, right? Uh the ability of love. Wow. And so I don't want to say I hated people, right? I don't, but I, I had some strong dislikes. I had some huge grudges. I had some ways that I wanted to get people back um, of what they did. And um, when I got to the place of, um, and I want to say this was maybe about 10 years ago, yeah, 10 years ago, and I would look at the, the things that people would do. And I would be so mad, right? Like, why don't you know this about God? And, and I don't like you because what you're doing is sin, right? I was, I was, I was a definitely a Pharisee, right? I was like, <laughs> this is the law. This is how things are supposed to be. And you guys aren't doing it. And, um, I remember something had happened and the Lord literally broke my heart like for that situation. And, and I mean, like I'm, you guys, if you don't know me, just know that I cry yes. at the drop of a dime. I could just cry. I'm very sensitive to the Lord. Right. I've always been that way, but the Lord uses, uses it for his good. Yeah. So, um, and he broke my heart for this thing and I was crying and I was like, God, but God, but God. And, um, you know, putting myself in a place of interceding for them, like standing in the gap, like praying for, you know, God to do something specific in, in this person's life. And at that point, the Lord had then opened up to show me his unconditional love, right? The agape love. And there's different types of love. There's the romantic love. There's the family love. You know, there's the um, brotherly love, right? And then there's the unconditional love. And I knew those other types of love, but I didn't know the love of 
God. And when he opened my eyes to be able to see that I love people because I love people, there's not a reason why I love people. So if I don't hold a grudge, why, who do you think you are, Jasmine? Who, Jasmine, who do you think you are, right? To hold a grudge to someone or to dislike someone or think you can get someone back. And I am God, the creator of all living things, all things I create. I have created and I don't hold a grudge. I I, I reign on the just and the unjust. You know, I'm not a respect of a person. I I blow breath into, I blew breath into everything. And so once I really understood that, like, whoa, God, uh, who do I think I am? You know, I'm putting myself in the position of, you know, God. And and the Bible talks about us judging people. The way, the measure that we judge people is the measure that God is going to judge us. And so because I really, really love God and because I want to have this amazing relationship with him while I'm on the earth, (laughs) I, I, I chose to unlearn the dislike. Like I may not, and and even though, and this is the thing, and and I'm, I'm finished up. But even though, you know, it, the Bible talks about love your neighbor, and sometimes we can get into a place where the Bible didn't say I had to like him, but the Bible just oh said I had gosh. to like And, you know, while that is the actual word of the scripture that says love thy neighbor does not say anything about like, but why would you want to go along life holding a dysfunctional way of loving someone? Like, that's dysfunctional. And so when I tapped into that and I did studies, I mean, and you guys, it took me years, right? It took me years. Now I'm living a lifestyle of a certain space and then getting to a place where I'm meeting God, I'm meeting this Lord, I'm meeting the savior. I'm understanding the love that he has for me and my sin and my dirtiness when I fornicated, when I was drinking, when I was smoking, when I was cursing, you know what I'm saying? I was doing all these things that's despicable to him and he still loved me. And there was no reason why, like he just loved me. And I said, well, God, if our, our point of being here and we understand that we're made in his image and his likeness and we're walking in the attributes of Jesus and Jesus did what he did and everything he did, he moves out of compassion, which is equivalent to love, right? Why, why can't I do that? So the thing that I had to unlearn was all of that to get to that place of just having love and and y'all my last name has love in it my first name is uh coincides with love as i was doing the study so i was like god i have no choice but to love you know what i mean and so i just admonished everyone that is listening if you have a grudge against someone if you don't like someone pray and ask god to remove that out of your heart because it's going to hinder you from moving forward it's going to hinder god for really one and the thing about it we talked about it we wrestled out against flesh and blood right And so meaning that even though this person may be mean, even though this person may have done something to you, it is not them because we are all made in the image and the likeness of God, right? And God, there are certain things that he hates, but he hates it into the fact of he wants us to be holy, right? Set apart, specifically aside for him. And so when we get to that place where we are judging people, we're not liking people, we're not doing things because of how we feel about a certain person, we're putting ourselves in that seat of God. And that's not what he intended for us to be, how our for us to act like, for us to prove ourselves, like, no. So I just admonish, let it go and, 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 and work on yourself because when you stop liking someone or hating someone or have a grudge against someone, you're giving them power and control 
in your life, right? They're sleeping yeah. at night and you're up and you're looking at them. It takes so much more en- energy to frown your face up than to smile. It takes so much energy to avoid walking around someone because you don't want to be in their presence or you don't want them to be, hey girl, hey boy, and keep walking. Like what? That's where the maturity comes. But it was a lot of prayer. It was a lot of fasting. It was a lot of God really showing me me and going in my heart and me being vulnerable and me being open because the whole part, and I promise I'm going to give this up, Janae, but the whole being in a place of um, community, like, (sighs) hallelujah. The whole point of us being in this place of community, we're all communicators, yeah, right? So we all have to communicate to each other to be in the community. Like we're talking, we're, we're growing, we're sharing, we're spreading the good news, right? The Bible tells us to spread the gospel, to spread the good news. How can we do that without talking? How can we do that if we have an art with our brothers and with our sisters? It is not even about us. You know? So in the, that place, you know, it was selfishness that I had to get out of, that I had yeah. to uh, understand that it's not about me. Yes, that person hurt me, but let's let's do some uh, 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 let's do some self evaluations on myself. So that person hurt me, but for, in order for that person to hurt me, they must have been hurt. They must have had a maybe they had a bad day. You know, giving the benefit of the doubt, giving the ability to show love, giving the ability to say, you know, I'm still going to have a hopeful expectation for this person to get out of whatever. Uh, mood that they may be in, you know? Um, so it did take a lot of maturity, but it, 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 I don't want to say it is easy, but when you trust in God and know that there is no good thing that he'll withhold from you, knowing that there is, uh, uh, you know, we talk about touch not my anointed and do, you know, touch not my prophet and do my, no, 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 no. no. Those are not, those are scriptures. Absolutely. But when we use it out of context, it's not, (laughs) it's not going to work. So just being in that place of just, okay, God, you love. And because you're God and you love, I'm going to love as well. I don't necessarily have to reconcile this thing. I don't have to get back with this person, but what we're going to do is we're going to rectify it. We're going to make sure that we're good. And, you know, we, we lay our gifts down. We're going to go to that person. We're going to, we're going to say, Hey, let's talk about it. We're going to extend the olive branch. We're going to do all that we can to make it right on our end. And then after that, we wash our hands of it. We say, okay, God, it's up to you. I'm going to pray for this person. It's clearly it's something, there's an issue there, but I'm just going to still show the love of God because how many times have we been mad with God? How many times have we been angry with God? How many times have we not spoken with God because of a situation, because we didn't like it, because we didn't get what we wanted? We were pretty much brats in a place of, yes, God, you're my father, and using him in a place of a genie. And he still loved us. He still blessed us. He still allowed us to wake up. And so showing and extending that mercy to other people when it comes down to those little things, those, those little things, so... Yeah, low-key experience some deliverance over here because I just had a yawn come out of nowhere and your girl is not even tired, but it was, as you were talking, like I could feel the love of the Lord as you were talking. It just put me back in remembrance of what God has been teaching me over the last few weeks and love. He keeps taking me to 1 Corinthians 13 and I had a test a couple days ago where a comment that was made caught me completely off guard and I responded from my offense and I responded from my frustration, but I had a decision to partner with the truth of God's word where it says love holds no record of wrong. And so since love holds no record of wrong, I can't hold on to this grudge. I have to allow myself to see it through how they intended and not how I perceived it. But the only way to know how they intended is to ask the question and to not assume. And from that place of 
coming out of the assumptions and coming out of the perceived offense, I was able to see, okay, this person didn't mean it how I took it. Now, let me not be embarrassed. Now, let me not fall into the woe is me or I'm so why do I keep doing it? No, let's own up to what we do. I had to own up to what I did and say, hey, I needed time to process. And so I apologize for how I responded because how I perceived it was wrong. And so it, I mean, that's a grown-up Christianity right there, okay? Like that, that's that's maturity. And so I want to read First Corinthians 13 with you guys. Um, and I'm gonna stop giving disclaimer like super quickly. Like, no, like this is good. Like, this is the point of these you know, podcast or just this material is so that we have the tool sets that we can use to thrive in this life. So first Corinthians 13, English standard version, which is cool because it has 13 uh, verses. But if I speak in the tongues of men and of angels, but have not love, I'm a nosy, noisy gong or a clanging clamble. If I have prophetic powers and understand all mysteries and all knowledge. And if I have all faith, so as to remove mountains, but have not love, I have nothing. If I give away all I have, and if I deliver up my body to be burned, but have not love, I gain nothing. Love is patient and kind. Love does not envy or boast. It is not arrogant or rude. It does not insist on its own way. It's not irritable or resentful. It does not rejoice at wrongdoing, but rejoices with the truth. Love bears all things, believes all things, hopes all things, endures all things. Love never ends. As for prophecies, they will pass away. As for tongues, they will cease. As for knowledge, it will pass away. For we know in part and we prophesy in part, but when it the perfect love comes, excuse me, but when the perfect comes, the partial will pass away. When I was a child, I spoke like a child. I thought like a child. I reason like a child. When I became a man, I gave up childish ways. For now we see in a mirror dimly, but then face to face. Now I know in part, then I shall know fully, even as if I have been fully known. So now faith, hope, and love abide. These three, but the greatest of these is love. Let me say this. Amazing, right? I mean, this scripture should be part of our foundational scriptures. And the part where um, it talks about love holds no, what is it? What does it say? No record of wrong. Okay. This is where, when I was talking earlier, God is, I love him, how he always moves in like demonstration. Um, put your name in that. Ah. No record of wrong. Janae, blah, 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 blah. I don't have it up. So yeah, Janae is patient and kind. Jasmine right. does not envy or boast. Out of yourself. And if you don't find yourself in that place that, you know, Jasmine is patient, um, uh, uh, understanding that uh, Jasmine is kind and, and Jasmine always protects and Jasmine always trusts and Jasmine always hopes and Jasmine always wow. perseveres, like putting your name in it, making it yourself. And if you don't see yourself in any of those, I would admonish you to look up the words, understand what it means. You know, this is a whole study in itself, right? Yeah. Teachers are always giving out assignments. I'm going to give you the assignment to do this work, uh, you know, to find out what these words means and allow them to be applicable in your life. Allow yourself to be able to see what patience is. And a lot of people say, oh, you don't want to pray for patience because you're going to get tested. Why not? Why not? Why would you not want to get tested on patience? Listen. I, I, to me, it doesn't make any sense. Like, I get it. 
You don't want to pray for it, but that's, that's, that's being selfish. That's being stubborn. That's not wanting to be able to go through the process. God is patient, right? So why would we not want to be able to get to that place where we can say that we are patient until another test comes up and we get another double dose of being patient. We go from glory to glory, we move from level to level, from realm to realm, to place to place, dimension to dimension. And so there's always going to be another level of where we are, but understanding that you put yourself in that and allowing God to just take out what needs to be taken out to grow in the measures that God is calling you to grow in. Like it's always growing is painful, right? But it's so good. And when people are finally being able to see the manifestation of God, it's a spurt. Like, you know, we have kids or if you have a child and you see them and, you know, they're like, oh my gosh, it's like you grew overnight. They, they had a growing spurt, right? Yeah. And so in that, God wants to give us those growing spurts, wants to give us those, those times where, you know, you failed the test, Janae, last time, right? And then you get this test again because it comes back around, right? Mm-hmm. You get this test again and immediately now you've made yourself applicable to understand, like, I'm not going to uh, assume I'm not going to be in a position where I'm, I'm thinking I'm, I'm holding a guard, you know, I'm offended. Like, no. So you said this, help me understand what you said, like right then and there having yeah. that conversation. So therefore, you know, I don't really like to apologize and be completely honest. And so what you do to avoid having to apologize and not being wrong in that sense is having the communication, having that, that time where you're like, Hey, you know what? But when we get into the place where we allow our offense and we allow our flesh to rise up, then we definitely will have to come back and apologize because we let ourselves overbear what our spirit was putting inside of us and giving us the opportunity to ask the question. So yeah. <laughs> I love it. Uh, listen, James 1, 2 through 3 says, Count it all joy, my brothers, when you meet trials of various kinds. For you know that the testing of your faith produces steadfastness. And let the steadfastness have its full effect, that you may be perfect and complete and lacking nothing. And if any of you lacks wisdom, because this is going into five, let him ask God who gives generously to all without reproach, and it will be given to him. Man. Jazz, let the people know how they can connect with you. Let them know that you are a VA of all VAs and you hire VAs and you establish and deploy VAs. Girl. Yeah. So um, I have a website. It's called Jasmine's Assistance. I actually birthed a um, assisting company, staffing agency, where if you need assistance, we're going to assist you. We're going to train people to be able to help you run your business. There's a lot of entrepreneurs going on right now, uh, entrepreneurship that's going on right now. And so these bosses, right, are going to need people to help them. So your boss and you can't organize, you can't get everything together. You got a lot of stuff on your plate. Um, you're, I, I, I will be more than happy to assist you in getting your life together and hiring someone specifically for you to personalize your life. So it's not just the entrepreneurs, it's pastors, it's personal, um, mm-hmm. as far as assisting that I do, but now with the pandemic, it does go into virtual. Yeah. Um, so you can actually reach me at jasminsassistance.com. Hit me up at jasmine at jasminsassistance.com. You know, I have um, my Instagram, same thing, Jasmine's Assistance. Um, but yeah, uh, that that's my heart. Uh, I'm getting ready to do another 40 days of prayer, right? My, 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 my. <laughs> so yes. I'm going to start that on the 1st of March. So I'm 
excited. Yeah, that is Monday um, of what the Lord yes. is going to do in this round of 40 days of just praying with him, communicating with him, seeking him and see what he wants to say to us um, and through us. So that is the next thing that I have um, coming up right now. Come on, guys. So if you are in need of a virtual assistant or somebody who can just help you organize your life, hit up Jasmine. But if you also need boost in your spiritual life and need help remaining accountable, especially in prayer and intercession, like if you literally have a burden for people and some of you may not even have the language for it, but you'll look at people and you'll feel what they feel. You'll look at people and you're like, you know, God, something is off or something is off. I don't really know. You might not even say God, like, but the reality is, is connect with Jasmine, like, because she will teach you how to stay steadfast in the place of prayer and fasting so that we can reconnect that line with God through communication and in return, pour out into the containers that God is calling us to influence through. So y'all, you don't have to pay for the three days. We are doing it live on Facebook. We're doing it on Instagram. So Jasmine Lavelle, Jasmine underscore smiles. I think I am on um, Instagram. I'm not chart. We're just coming to and we're literally praying. Like I, I believe that prayer is free. Prayer is communication and we are communicators and we're going to join together and connect with God in that fashion for a set 40 days. Amen. All right, well, Jazz, thank you, girl. And we will holla at y'all later. Bye. I thank you guys for listening to today's episode and I'm hoping that you have a journal, that you've taken some notes, that you reflect and process through some of the things that we discussed today on how you can show up with God. I would love to stay connected with you. You can follow me at underscore Janae Carly on Instagram or just visit my website, JanaeCarly.com. Holla. Holla.